Ross Stadheim is kind enough to join us, a partner with MJSB Employment Justice. Uh, we're going to talk about an issue which is near and dear to my heart because I have seen people in my industry get destroyed by these things. And that is getting rid of the non-compete you know, orders that they could put out there. I, uh, I ban not, there's a, there's an effort right now to ban non-compete agreements in Minnesota. Uh, the DFL seems to be on board with this. I, I work in media. I, I have seen in media. I remember, the, I remember I got, I almost got fired myself. Uh, when I said, just like <laughs> when the guy said, well, this prevents the guy across town from hiring my best talent away from me. I said, well, if you pay them, don't, they don't, they don't leave. Do they? You better shut up, McNeil. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I see how this is. You know, it's a, it's a game they play. Play. It's a little more complicated than that, but at the same time, it, it is an issue where it it's it's basically a, a way to give employees less rights than they should have, and they should not be in place. Ross, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Great to be here, Matt. Uh, what first of all, you know, let's talk about this because you know this is it does seem like over the years the non uh, competition agreements non-compete orders have gotten more aggressive and more dystopian in regards to the, you know, the, the employees and the consequences to them for them. Is that just me or I'm in these, these things really seem to be abusive at this point. Well, they certainly have become more broad. I mean, they, they're really, really, really pervasive in, uh, in America these days. Uh, it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, they, they got an idea in their head, you know, large, large employers and decided to, you know, basically put them in every sort of, you know, file that they have and make these folks sign it. Basically what they, what a lot of employers do, Matt, is, you know, that big packet that you get right when you start a new job and you have to sign that you've, you know, seen your employee handbook that, you know, you're not going to use the internet for nefarious purposes and things of that nature. Then they throw the non-compete agreement at you. You got to sign, sign your rights away as uh, a condition of employment. Um, and I, I saw a statistic the other day, like 32% of, Amer of working Americans are subject to these things. Well, because it used to be when I, I mean, I went to radio school a long time ago. Uh, I went to radio school. It was media pe people and like executives of corporations were the really the main people. And to a point, I mean, at least the executives, I can get that. You know, you don't want someone jumping ship to another competition. And, you know, right before you launch a major project and you know, you know, the, or a product and, and things go. I mean, to a point, you can get them. But those non-compete orders were very different from what you get here. There are ones today which are applied to even the lowest level jobs, correct? Correct, correct. Uh, a, 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 um, a deal that uh, I always look at is there was an order in 2016 where Jimmy John's was actually having their sandwich shop folks sign these non-compete agreements saying you can't work – uh, after you're terminated at a competing sandwich, sandwich shop for two years inside of two miles. So completely, completely ridiculous and hurting uh, Americans who are low wage earners. And it just makes absolutely no sense. It stifles innovation and it's kind of anti-capitalistic uh, in, in my mind. Well, clearly in a case like that, all you're doing is trying to keep employees at a low wage in-house because where else are you going to go? You got to go two miles away from it. Did, did you Do you know of any cases where they went and challenged their employees uh, in those work in that, in that one? Uh, yeah, that, that a court actually threw that out and said, "Hey, Jimmy John's, no way." Yeah, uh, yeah you know, this is completely, completely ridiculous, and it's overbearing, and it's hurting these low-wage uh, earners. We should make sure we mention this as well. This it doesn't matter if you quit or you're fired. 
These things usually, you know, you can, so you say, I don't want to work for you. I quit. Well, then the non-compete order kicks in. Or if you were fired, even if it was, you're getting laid off, they'll put that into place to prevent you. And, and like I said, I can say this because of media. I have been in media markets where there's been three radio stations, 20 radio stations in TV markets. TV reporters generally have these things, three stations. It basically cripples your ability in the market that you're in from being able to go and get a job someplace else. I mean, you have to actually leave the field almost. Uh, to to be able to pull that off, it doesn't matter. It's just it's about control of the worker. Similar ask to the old you know you know corporate town company town that they used to have in the 1880s 1890s where you went in there and the bank was under the corporation, your house was owned by the corporation, the stores were owned by the corporation. So you'd better stay on the side of the corporation or else. Right, right. It's actually it reminds me of uh you know that reminds me of like it's it's, it's a wonderful life yeah. where it's like Potter's villainous in that uh, dystopian. Uh, future where Jimmy Stewart is like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> Not George Bailey needs to be whipped in the public square. Oh, there you go. Uh, basically, it 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 gets down to you have to have a person, and this is ludicrous in a city like Minneapolis. I really do because they're just it's such a vibrant city to have something like this. You know, unless there is some, I I don't. I mean, I can't even at this point really kind of come up with any idea. I mean, if you don't want people to leave, just treat your people better. Right. Pay, pay them the salary that it deserved. They'll stay. Trust me, there's plenty of people that never once think about leaving their job because, hey, they pay me well. I got good bennies. I, I like it here. It almost seems like that's it's the excuse for the company to not treat their people well. Right. Exactly, Matt. And, you know, these, these non-compete agreements, they're contracts. So typically what I see in my legal practice is when I'm reviewing these non-compete agreements, it really doesn't – it really doesn't matter if you're terminated. Um, it doesn't matter if you quit. It doesn't matter how you leave your employment. But it stifles the worker from working in their industry for upwards of periods of two, sometimes three years. And sometimes these things are banning, you know, uh, a worker from uh, doing business within the entire United States for a period of two years within that industry. The there are going to be some people that they say, hey, you know, I brought up the executive example. You know, you, you're, you're a major corporation, you're launching a product here, that sort of thing. With non-compete orders in, in place, if you don't have them, there really are still laws in the books that prevent people from really kind of doing stuff like that, correct? Absolutely. Those are trade secret laws. Yeah, you, exactly. can't, you, you can't steal proprietary information and then go use it for your own benefit. A non-compete uh, agreement is uh, – or order as you're calling them um, – is completely, completely different than you know taking a company's trade secrets and then using it against them to start your own business. Certainly, you can be sued for you know taking their – their, uh, their customer list, taking their uh, intellectual property to, to benefit, uh, you know, your your own startup business or whatever. You still can't do that. I think I use order because, well, really, let's be honest. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's more of an order. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Legally served. You're the legal expert. <laughs> you know it's an agreement, but the reality is, it, it you know, it's – I have seen guys get wiped out. I mean that, that they've literally had to completely leave a state. Um, because they couldn't find work because, you know, the person basically with the joy of a station manager doing that to someone else, I, you know, it, it really is disturbing because it's the, the ability for, our, for an employer to abuse their own employees under the, under the umbrella of this is undeniable. 
Right. It is undeniable. And that's why I really, really hope that Minnesota uh, does the right thing and passes a non-compete ban. So, I mean, I mean, I'd encourage all your listeners to call your state senator, mm-hmm. call your uh, call your state house uh, representative uh, person and indicate your support for, you know, House File 295 and Senate File 405 uh, banning non-competes, uh, which is currently uh, being debated. Um, during this session. And and once again, hearing from people is a good thing, and especially if you've got a story with this. I mean, talk to your representative, talk to your senator, because that's that's ammunition they can bring into this argument here. Have you heard at all about how the, the fight is going over at, in St. Paul on this issue? Uh, you know, I, th- I think it's it's kind of falling on party lines is mm-hmm. what what I'm hearing a little bit, um, which which is disappointing. Um and they, they are putting it in, you know, they're going through revisions and that sort of thing, as every legislation does. Um, so right now, currently, I see that, you know, one of one of the edits that they've made is if a person uh, makes uh, equal to or over uh, what the median income of a family of four is for the previous year, then a non-compete could still apply. So by my, uh, I looked this up and so if you, if that goes into place, if you make over like seventy seven thousand dollars per year, then you could still be subject to a non compete. But I I even think that's a little bit ridiculous. I just think they should be banned, no matter who you are, no matter you know what your uh, what your occupation is. It's a little telling, uh, Matt. In in law, we don't have non competes. Okay, <laughs> we, it's, I mean it's they, they are they are against our like code of ethics or whatever because the client decides who they want to go with. Yeah. But we don't have any sort of non competes in what we do because we realize that uh, they stifle innovation and it's not fair to, you know, the person decide which lawyer they want to go with. You said $77,000. Is that for a family? You said $77,000 for an individual, an individual, individual. Okay. Yep. Sorry right. about that. Well, and, and so, but I mean, it's still at the same time. It's just, if you're paying your people the same rate, giving them the good benefits, you're, you're, you're basically on the upper curve of this in the market. You're generally not going to have a problem. And that's, I mean, I see this, my wife, I don't. She works kind of in the financial sector a little bit, and that's kind of how it is. And I, I can, I could point to certain businesses in this town that have worse reps or better reps on certain things. It really is kind of one of those things where you just don't try to manipulate the system to keep people in place just because you don't want to do the right thing for your employees. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. By the way, and uh, just it's a wonderful life going back to that. <laughs> there is one political party that rides with Potter. There's one political party that that, that goes with George Bailey. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to let you know. There's a, there's a, it, they seem to be taking sides nowadays. Uh, I, I, I'm not a fan of Potterville. All right, so the let's go to the Family Leave uh, Act here. This is something that is interesting. So, okay, I'm about to really go nerd on you, all right? I'm watching... The, the classic Doctor Who channel. I know. Who doesn't love that? I'm watching that, and an ad came up, and it was an incredibly good ad. That was a woman who was saying that because of, with a lack of family leave, we just could not take time off. We could not be there. My mom ended up dying by herself, that none of the family was there. It was an incredibly... I said, wow, that's the ad that you should be playing because that's relevant. I mean, in this day and age when people have to work so much, uh, you know, having better protections for people so that they, in case of a crisis, in case of emergency, that they're not betrothed to the employer to basically, uh, you know, have to get any. I don't care if mom's sick. You got to hit the punch press. I, I mean, I I think that we need to really address this and and hopefully get that through over in St. Paul as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's it's exciting that Minnesota is you know taking a look at paid family leave. Uh, federally, we have what's called people have probably you know heard about this at their uh, employer, but uh, FMLA. Yeah. Um, some people call it FIMLA or whatever. Um, so that's that's a federal unpaid law uh, where you can take up to twelve weeks of leave per year mm-hmm. if you've been there. If you've been at the employer for over a year, mm-hmm. typically speaking, uh, but in Minnesota, we're looking at uh, at doing a, a paid family leave, um, which will protect these workers uh, in Minnesota at the state level, um, and uh, you know, providing them a little bit of a safety net if, in case of an emergency, absolutely. And we should go back. I remember when they passed the federal thing because, and it was the people made a good argument. It was mainly births. Babies, that you take a baby, you can't, you know, we had people in this country who were giving birth and the, the, the boss was like, well, you got to be back in the office on Monday, you know, <laughs> and it was like, okay, we, we can do better here. The problem here is that we, we have, we, as our, our population changes, we have a lot more elderly people, greatest generation, baby boomers, they're up there. There's a lot of them too. You know, you have a lot of family members that are trying to work around this. I mean, I'm, I'm 54 now. I'm dealing with elderly parents. You know, you need to have the protections there. And it's not just the time off. You need to have the ability to go out and take care of a family member knowing that you're not going to go bankrupt, considering what, 69% of all households in America live check to check. You know, this is something that it's not going to be abused. You're, you, there are going to be fail safes in there. It's something that I think we, you know, a, a compassionate, caring society would have in place. Absolutely, and and most most Western countries yes. have paid yes. family leave. Um, for us not to have it, you know, I, I'm not going to get that doctor's certification to sign off that they have a serious medical condition. No, and I and I and I don't because of my car crash I had her uh, back in December. You know, you go in there and the doctor's like, "Oh yeah, let me sign that for you." You know, it's like it's not really a question. You're not going to get the abuse of the system. Plus, like I said. If you want a caring, compassionate system, this one day I'm a caring, compassionate individual. It's another thing to show it. And this is, this is like I said, a basic way. I know that there is some concern with smaller businesses and stuff, how this is going to apply. But I know that some of the states, I'm almost positive some of the states cover the cost completely themselves. Yeah, I think that they do. I think that's right. I don't, I haven't, I don't know exactly what the Minnesota bill says right now and how they're working through that. But they're going to work through that. They're going to have safety nets for small business because they don't want to stifle small businesses from starting up, uh, up or you know squeeze them out. So, for instance, my law firm is is a smaller business, and I know for a fact that they are not going to you know allow businesses like that to fail that provide leave to uh, its workers who need it. And I'm going to say this very just bluntly. There are people that are working against this because they know that if this goes into effect, people are going to be like, wow, that's good. And they don't want people to realize, wow, that's good. That's just reality. And there are people that are that don't want better things to happen because their entire campaign is, you know, hate the other guy. Mm-hmm. And so if things are shown that they're actually helping the other side, that that's, that from they're getting help from the other side, that kind of negates this. It is it is nice, I will say this. In the after the last few years, especially in the Senate, we are having debates about actual freaking issues and whether or not how to do them, how to implement them, non getting rid of non-disclosure agreements, paid family leave. These are things which we ne- we have just not had discussions about because everything's waited to the last second and they throw a bill at someone and that's it. 
it is so refreshing that we actually can have these discussions and actually talk about what is best for Minnesotans. Stuff's actually getting done, and it looks like it's going to get done, which 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 is nice. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a good change that we're actually trying to solve these problems. And you know what? If you're on the other side of the issue, you know, great, that's fine. Make yeah. your voice heard, and uh, ultimately, you know, our elected officials are going to decide what happens. Uh, I'll save some comments for after you're out of the studio. <laughs> I'll do this uh, once again. Contact uh, first of all in regards to the non-compete House File two nine five, Senate File four zero five. Correct. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, we want people, if you if you want to get rid of these non-competes, especially anyone working in a job where this is stifling your ability to get another job someplace else, contact your local representation because the more people they hear from, the better that likely is that they're going to pass that bill, correct? Correct, correct. Mm-hmm. And why should you have to, why if you're fired, why should you have to sit out for two years on the sidelines just because you're scared you're going to get sued by your employer for uh, starting a new job in your chosen line of work? Absolutely. Ridiculous. Absolutely. Uh, paid family leave. Same thing. If you are got a story that you have to tell, contact your local house rep, contact your local senator, let them know what's been going on and how paid family leave would help you out. We can get these things passed. We can make real change happen. And like I said, I like the Wellstone thing. Uh, equal tide raises all boats. Everyone gets these benefits. It helps everyone across the board, regardless of what your political ideology is. And that is what that's that's good legislation out of Minnesota. That's for sure. Absolutely. So, Ross, thank you very much. It's nice. You are only the second person I've had. This, the both from MJSB. You are the the first two people I've had in a studio since the pandemic. I, mean, I love it. I don't. I, mean, I didn't realize I've got gotten, gotten to the point of I don't talk to anyone face to face anymore. Ross, thanks for coming in. I appreciate this, man. Matt, it was a lot of fun. Thank you.